on this week's show, records continue to fall, a comeback could be imminent, and more. We're born in the moonlight Ain't no fantasy Can't breathe in the sunlight Gotta hide your heart We want to be side, 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 side So first we glide, 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 glide Come on y'all, moon child, moon child That's supposed to be you and my life is like this We got a dance in the brain Dance in the pain Even though we crash now We gon' dance in the plane We had a new report up I'm a pink young hippie doing He's on a new guitar I ain't no money now We don't want Hello and welcome to BTS This Week For the week ending July 12th, 2020 I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear And I'm your host I hope everyone has had a, a great week I hope you're staying safe and staying healthy Washing your hands like you're supposed to. And wearing a mask when you go out. Uh, in my city, they passed an ordinance this week that if you leave your house, you have to have a mask on or you'll get fined. And some people are not real happy about that because, I don't know, wearing a mask isn't a big deal to me. I've been doing it for years. Um, so wear your mask when you go out. Stay safe. Um, anyway, this has been a... A pretty eventful week. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to go over. Also, there's a lot of stuff for next week. So, um, this will probably be one of the busiest weeks we've had during the pandemic. But let's go ahead and get started with the data drop. Run BTS episode 107 was posted on Weverse this week. Um, the members have started a video game competition and they played two games this week. Next week is part two, and a link to this episode, and a link to everything that I'm going to talk about this week is in the show notes, and those show notes can be found at btsthisweek.com. Learn Korean with BTS episode 18 was released this week. This one is titled BTS's Hometown. Basically, we learn where each member was born and how to say their hometown names. So, um... You've probably heard most of their hometowns, um, but now you'll be able to learn how to pronounce them. BT21 Universe 3 Episode 7 was also released. True Courage. Basically, the members are still brainstorming on the storyline. And this week, they came up with another hardship that the Universe stars have to face. And a sacrifice they need to make in order to complete their goal. To reach their goal to spread love. So it's a very interesting episode um, to listen to the members talk about ways to be mean to their own characters. So it's kind of funny. But definitely check that out. That's on YouTube. On the Billboard charts for the week ending July 11th. On the Billboard 200 album charts, Map of the Soul 7 is number 62, and Love Yourself Answer is number 191. On the Billboard Top Album Sales chart, this chart tracks uh, just sales, digital, and physical, not the streaming numbers. 
And on this chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 11. Map of the Soul Persona is number 29. And Love Yourself Answer is number 65. On the Social 50 this week, BTS, of course, is number 1 for the 186th week. They have been on this chart for 195 weeks total. All other acts on the top 10 are K-pop acts. So we can't take for granted that they're going to continue to be number one on this chart uh, without our help. So definitely make sure whichever social media platform you're using, you're talking about them and tagging them, that you're uh, com commenting if they post, resharing their posts. Definitely make sure you're still doing all that because, again, we can't ever take this for granted. Side note, TXT number 16. On the Billboard Artists 100 this week, BTS is number 6, and they are the highest charting group this week. On the Billboard World Album Chart, 7 is number 1, Answer, number 3, Persona, number 5, D2 by August D, a.k.a. Youngie, number 9, You Never Walk Alone, number 12, and BTS World, number 14. This is a 15 album long chart and BTS has approximately half the chart this week on the world digital song sales chart stay gold number two filter number nine my time number 14 Dechita by August D aka Youngie number 17 on number 19 and boy with love featuring Halsey number 23 on the Billboard Canadian Album Charts, 7 is number 95. And on the Billboard Japanese Hot 100 chart, Stay Gold is number 22. On is number 30. And Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 91. On the Rolling Stone charts for the week ending July 9th, on the top 200 album charts, 7 is number 133 with 4.3 thousand album units. On the Artist 500 this week, which tracks this week's most streamed artists, BTS is number 49 with 14.9 million song streams. On the UK charts for the week ending July 19th, uh, there's not a BTS presence on either the albums or singles chart, but that may change next week with the release of Map of the Soul 7, The Journey. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. On the Amazon U.S. charts for July 12th, I checked that at about 1 a.m. On the Amazon U.S. bestsellers chart, 7 is number 44. Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, the Standard Edition is number 132. BTS World is number 190. And Persona, number 250. On the Amazon U.S. new releases chart, Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, Standard Edition, number 39. The Journey, Limited Version A, number 91. And The Journey, Limited Version B, number 100. On the U.S. bestsellers of 2020 so far, 7 is still number 1, has been since it was released. On the Amazon U.S. Soundtracks chart, BTS World is number 14. On the Amazon Digital Best Sellers in Songs, Top 100 Paid, 
Inner Child, number 2, Filter, number 32, and My Time, number 59. And on the digital bestsellers of 2020 so far for songs, Filter, it's number 4, My Time, number 8, On, number 19, and On featuring Sia, number 42. On YouTube for the week ending July 9th, on the Global Top Songs chart, Stay Gold is number 49, and On is number 55. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, Stay Gold is number 23. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS is number 11, and on the U.S. Top Artist chart, they're number 46. For the past seven days on YouTube, BTS has had 192 million views. The country with the most number of views, Indonesia, with 22.5 million. The Indonesian Army has really been doing well on YouTube from week to week for a while now. They've had the top number of views. So congratulations and good work, Indonesia Army. Uh, top song view-wise this week, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, 14 million. BTS has now officially passed 14 billion views on YouTube. This is their official videos. Uh, they are the first Asian act to pass this milestone. Also, in 2020 alone, so far, they've had 2.6 billion views. And the Big Hit Labels chart, oh, sorry, channel, it used to be called Big Hit Entertainment, but now it's Big Hit Labels. They have passed 10 billion total views. There's some view milestones on YouTube this week. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, 840 million. Blood, Sweat and Tears, 600 million. It is the seventh video by BTS to reach this milestone. And it makes BTS the first in only group to have seven music videos with over 600 million views. The On official music video has 160 has passed 160 million views. Singularity 140, Lights 80, I Need You the original version 70 million, Epiphany 60 million, and Give It to Me Augusty 40 million. Also, there is a like milestone this week. Boy in Love 1 million likes. On Spotify for the week ending July 9th, there is no BTS presence on the Global or US 200 Weekly, but as you know if you're a regular listener, I look up the weekly chart for the country that has the second highest number of listeners for last week's episode, and it is again this week, India. Y'all are doing great, India Army. Um, and here is their top 200 Weekly, Stay Gold, number 59, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 73, on number 139. The BTS official Spotify account has now passed 20 million followers. They're the first and only Korean act to achieve this milestone, and they are the fifth most followed group on Spotify. Also, Young on his Spotify account has passed 700,000 followers. 
side note about Spotify. Um, there is some talk that Russia will soon be an official Spotify market. And I can only imagine the number of army in Russia. So a lot of these numbers may get just completely blown out of the water once that happens. So definitely going to keep an eye out on that. On Spotify, had a bunch of milestones streaming-wise this week. Uh, Love Yourself Answer, the album has passed 3 billion views because it's an awesome al album. Fake Love has passed 340 million. Idol, 170 million. Go Go, one of my favorite BTS songs, also 170 million. Microcosmos, 110 million. D2, the album has passed 100 million. That makes uh, Yoongi the first and only Korean solo artist to have two albums with over 100 million streams on Spotify. And that data is from Sugar Chart Data on Twitter. On has passed 100 million streams. Serendipity, the full length song, not that you know, there's. I don't know if you know this, but there's two versions of Serendipity. There's a shorter version, obviously, and a full-length version. This is the full-length version. It has passed 90 million streams. Uh, don't Leave Me, which is from, I believe, the Face Yourself um, Japanese album, uh, 70 million. On, featuring Sia, 60 million. Eight by IU, which features uh, Suga, a.k.a. Yungi, 50 million. A Brand New Day, featuring uh, Zara Larson. Ugh, Larson, excuse me. Uh, that is from the BTS World soundtrack. It is my favorite song on that album. Uh, 50 million streams. Who, by Lau, featuring BTS, has also passed 50 million streams. Crystal Snow, another Japanese single, 40 million. Stay Gold, 20 million. So, if you, you know, look at Spotify, there's a... a a lot of good movement on the Japanese uh, songs. So, good good job to whoever's listening to those. Um, if you have not listened, especially to Don't Leave Me, because it, you know, it's an awesome song, de definitely go check out some of the older uh, Japanese releases by BTS, because they have original songs on them, and they're really good. On SoundCloud for the week ending July 12th, on the most played songs, all genre, all countries, Still With You's number 26. On the most played pop songs, all countries, Still With You is number 1, Winter Bear, number 5, Tonight, number 14, Scenery, number 16, 4 O'Clock, number 19, and Euphoria, DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 24. On the most played pop songs for the U.S., Still With You is number 10. Uh, two milestones this week. Well, actually, no, I take that back. It's three. Three milestones this week on SoundCloud. Still With You has passed 30 million streams. Congratulations, JK. And also, it has passed 800,000 likes. Also on uh, SoundCloud, Stay Gold is on SoundCloud, and it has passed 900,000 streams. Social metrics for BTS for the week ending July 11th from Next Big Sound. 
Twitter mentions, 21.6 million. That is up 46.2% from the previous week. So, awesome work, ARMY. Uh, uh, Twitter retweets, 3.4 million. Not so awesome. That was down 39.4%. So, go check out some older... I know they're not posting a lot on Twitter, but you can go check out some of their older posts and then retweet those instead. Uh, Twitter followers were up 166.3 thousand this week for a 27 million total. That was down 2.5% from the previous week. Um, Not the total. The number of new followers was down week to week. Uh, Facebook page likes, additional 77,000 for 11.1 million total. That's up 9.6% week to week. Wikipedia page views, 6,277. Down again, 7.8%. Easiest one to do, guys. All you have to do is go to the Wikipedia page and look at it for two or three minutes. You might find some stuff that needs to be create, uh, corrected or added, too. Never know. So, definitely check that out each week. Song Kick followers. Get this, guys. This is up this week. 1,029. I think that's the most new Song Kick followers I've seen in forever. And if you didn't hear the episode about you know, where I explained what Song Kick was, because I didn't know either, uh, you can go follow BTS on there, and it's... Uh, a service that allows you to be updated when they go on tour when the pandemic's over, hopefully soon. Uh, but back to the numbers. They na- there's now 500.7 thousand total Songkick followers, and that number is up, the number of new followers, up 6% from the previous week. So, I kind of mentioned some of these uh, additional data points that I want to talk about, but I want to point them out a little more specifically. Uh, If you didn't catch it the first time, BTS has now passed 27 million Twitter followers. It is amazing how fast they're adding 100,000 or a million new followers. It's just amazing. Um, Also, on Facebook... They've passed 11 million followers. I know Facebook for the kids not as not very cool. Um, you know, as old people, we we kind of like Facebook. Um, but if you have an account, whether you use it or not, you could go follow them on Facebook and help that number. Um, also, talking about Twitter. Um, Youngie's tweet, he had a tweet uh, last week, I believe. No, 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 last month, June 29th, excuse me, um, where he told us to listen to Stay Gold and uh, gave us a selfie. Uh, it is past two, 2 million likes now. It is his 16th tweet to have over 2 million likes. That is crazy. And that makes him still uh, the person with the most tweets with over 2 million likes in the world. So, good job, ARMY. On Genie Music, Boy With Love featuring Halsey is now the first ever song by an idol group to surpass 100 million streams. That makes it the fifth most streamed song of all time on Genie. Awesome. Uh... I forgot to put down who told me this data, but I'm pretty sure it's BTS chart data. 
which is an awesome Twitter account that you should follow. BTS has also surpassed 100 million streams on, I hope I say this right, Angami, becoming the first Korean act to do so. And Angami is a streaming platform that is popular in the Middle East and North Africa. Also this week, there was a report from Metro Soul, which they have since taken down, I'm not sure why, uh, that five members of BTS are uh, pursuing an MBA with the uh, Heyang Cyber University. Uh, those five members are Yoongi, Namjoon, Hobi, uh, and they started in the spring, and Jimin and Taeyong will start in the fall. Uh, Jin was already taking classes, so uh, all that's six members that are in there, and apparently, uh, Jungkook may be doing this in the future as well. Now, there's been some scuttlebutt. If you don't, that really makes me sound old, excuse me. There's been some griping. Some there's a word I want to use. I'm not going to use on my podcast. Whining that BTS is only doing this because it keeps them from having to enlist. But from what I understand from the K-Army, that actually is not a reason to not enlist anymore. They do not let you skip or put off your enlistment because you were in school. So all that about that is not true. Um, of course, my theory uh, and I'm sticking to it, is that they need to do this so they can take over Big Hit when Bang PD retires. YouTube has posted new playlists, uh, YouTube Music, for each member. It's kind of like the Spotify playlist, but it's on YouTube. Um, so I'll have a link to that in the show notes. But I went through and looked at each playlist, and of course, um, Yoongi uh, is the... Uh, the master of self-promotion. Most of his songs is, are by BTS are, th- are songs that he participated in. Uh, Young has a very eclectic playlist. Uh, but definitely check all those out. They're really neat. I'm, again, going to link to those in the show notes. BTSthisweek.com Also, have one article for you to check out from Vice. And the title of that is Meet the BTS Fans. Trying to Change the World, One Online Campaign at a Time. And it is about one in an army. We got three new Bangtang TV videos this week. We got a Bangtang bomb that was a video of the last FM uh, 0613 live stream. You know, usually Yoongi does those... As audio only. Uh, And this time, since it was all the members, the staff filmed it. And, you know, they did a live reading uh, skit about The Wizard of Oz. And watching them, I mean, listening to it is, is funny. But watching them do that is hilarious. So definitely check out this video. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. The second new video, uh, Hobie and Nam June 
we're discussing cameras with somebody. I assume it's a staff member, but maybe it was a a camera person, a photographer, uh, giving them advice. But basically, they were discussing cameras that they're going to use for the photo shoots for the next album. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. The last Bang Tang Bomb uh, was a short little video about Jin and the fact that he takes care of the other members. Speaking of Jin, he had the one new V-Live video this week, which was an Eat Jin uh, episode. He had a humongous platter of sushi that I can't imagine he ate by himself, but he is a growing boy, so what do I know? Um, but it was you know, it was fairly short, but it was it was a neat little video. So definitely check that out on VLive. So on to the news. First story. Young and Nam June have broken huge iTunes records this week. So, you know, last week we talked about how Adele had a record about the most number ones for a single on iTunes, you know, across markets, across countries. And how Black Swan broke that record. Black Swan loved that song. Well, it's not number one anymore. Now, Young has broken BTS's new record, and his song, Sweet Night, for the Etwan Class uh, series soundtrack, has gone number one in 108 countries on iTunes. He is the first artist in history to do this. He's not the first soloist or the first Asian. He is the first artist ever to have this many. Um, he tied the record on like July 7th and pretty much broke it immediately. Um, and it finally went number one in Germany. Uh, from what I've heard, people reached out to the K-drama uh, fans in Germany and said, hey, help us make this song go number one. So German Army and the K-drama community got together and made that happen. So that is awesome. Uh, there's not a lot of, a lot more markets for it to go number one in. I have read that there are 115 total. Uh, I have seen other people say there are 119. So between 7 and 11, I don't know, around there. Uh, if he goes number one in those markets... He gets to keep the record until there's new markets and somebody else as a single. Because pretty soon he's going to go number one everywhere, which is awesome. I love this song. Uh, and I think it's great that it is doing so well. Speaking of iTunes records, like I said, Namjoon has also set a new record. Uh, his mixtape, Mono, which Moonchild, our intro song, from that mixtape. Uh, it has now officially gone number one on 104 charts on iTunes. Um, he already had the record for uh, most number ones for an album by an Asian soloist. Um, but now uh, he has extended that record. He's also tied with One Direction for the seventh the uh, seventh highest album 
I don't know how to say this correctly. Let me try this again. All right. Well, so One Direction has an album called Midnight Memories, and it has the same number of number ones on iTunes, and they are both the seventh most number ones for an album on iTunes. Uh, that was at the time of recording, so you know what? It could change. It could change before you even listen to this. But, again, RM has set the record for an Asian soloist, and he is just adding on to that record as fast as humanly possible, uh, which is awesome. I, uh, Mono is, I'm going to be honest, my second favorite uh, mixtape because D2 is my favorite. But when it came out, I listened to it nonstop for weeks. I love the mixtape. Um, and keep in mind, just like with the other mixtapes, this is free on SoundCloud. People have been buying the, a freely available mixtape. I bought it. You know, if it's going to be for sale, I am pro I'm probably going to buy it uh, rather than and not. But, you know, even if you can't buy them, you buy it. You can go to Spotify and stream it, and that counts. Um, so a mixtape that is freely available has gone number one on 104 iTunes charts. That is amazing. So, what is the second, the number two album for an Asian soloist on that chart, uh, for the most number ones for an Asian soloist on iTunes? Who's the number two? Who do you think? It's Augustine, a.k.a. Youngie, with D2. And again, who knows? Every time I get on Twitter, there's 15 more iTunes number ones. And we'll discuss that in a minute. Uh, but as of re the recording, there's 85 countries that it's gone number one in. And I'm sure it will go number one in more. So, by the way, speaking of Young, uh, he and Peak Boy, if you don't know who Peak Boy is, he is a recording artist who is part of the, the Wooga Squad. If you don't know who the Wooga Squad is, that is a uh, Taeyong's group of very close friends, uh, most of which he met when he was acting in a Harong. I'm not sure if I said that right. Um, but, you know, he has this really close group of friends, and that's his Wooga Squad. Peak Boy is one of those guys, and they posted, uh, Taeyong tweeted it, and Peak Boy put it on Instagram, where they have, looks like, been working on music together. So, maybe Taeyong's first mixtape, which would be awesome. Uh, if you haven't listened to anything by Peak Boy, he's pretty awesome himself. So, definitely check him out. But... Sounds like maybe we're getting hints. Maybe we're getting closer to Young's mixtape. Because he's definitely been working on new music. So, definitely. We're going to need to keep an eye out on him. Because I have a feeling he's just going to come out of nowhere with a mixtape. Of course, Forbes has an article about the fact that uh, Young and RM uh, have these new records. Um... Really, the only reason I'm mentioning that is because I love how they described each of them. 
They described uh, Sweet Night as a delicate acoustic ballad, and they described Mono as a collection of lush, moody hip-hop songs. Um, Of course, we know Forbes loves BTS. Um, I am not surprised that they described these two uh these these two works of art <laughs> uh in such words but i just thought it was neat cuz you usually don't see in an article especially from a i mean come on forbes is not exactly a music a music outlet a media outlet so to see them describe things like that is kind of neat so on to the next story this story is long and complicated not because it's complicated to me anyway, because it took me forever to research the story, and I'm still not sure I have everything. And I'm sure by the time that you listen to this, it will have changed anyway. But here it goes. All right, first of all, uh, Nielsen has released their mid year sales data uh, for the U.S. market. Uh, if you don't know who they are, if you've ever seen the T, well, you may not. It's not as important now as it was when I was a kid. But used to when I was a kid, you'd hear all the time about the Nielsen ratings. And that was the ratings for TV shows. Um, they also do ratings for, or they used to, for radio stations. I actually got picked for that one time. You get a little, a little diary in the mail. And you're supposed to write down the, station, the radio station you're listening to all the time for a week. So that's what Nielsen does. They do... They do data for media, and they have come out with their mid-year music sales data report, and it's very interesting. We discussed, and we're going to discuss it again this week, uh, about streaming, and uh, this report definitely points out the importance of streaming. Okay, so first off, they work with MRC Data. Uh, MRC Data is the data and analytics um, provi- uh, data and analytics provider for the entertainment and music industry. Obviously, I'm reading that from their own description. Um, and the report is really good. Um, I'm going to link to the PDF of the report. Um, I think anybody can see the PDF. Um, I have uh, a pro membership for the the Billboard website so I can look at all the charts as much as I want. And uh, I don't think this is just because I have an account. I think anybody can see it. So I will have a link to the the report in the show notes. It's really interesting read. But um, I'm going to go over the main points now. Uh, Basically... The, they talk about the before COVID and the after COVID world um, and the fact that before COVID, physical sales were doing pretty good. After COVID, not so much. And the fact that COVID has affected streaming because people are streaming more. They're at home. They got nothing to do. Um, and so they're streaming music more. Um in the first half of 2020, if you include pre and post COVID, total album sales have gone down 18%. That is that is a big deal. Physical album sales 
we're down 20%. Digital, 14%. Uh, but if you look at streaming, on-demand streaming was up 16% the first half of this year. So, if the first thing, one of the first things they did in the report is look at um, albums and artists on a genre basis. So, they talked about pop artists. The top five pop artists, number one, Billie Eilish, number two, BTS, and then the rest of the top five, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, and Halsey. Congratulations, Halsey, by the way. Uh, and the numbers that they're using, BTS's number as number two is 1.417 million, uh, is album sales, that's physical and digital, plus track equivalent album. And what that is, is, you know, I buy enough singles that it equals an album. And then on-demand stream equivalent album. So that's you streaming the videos and the songs on whatever platform. And as pop art, as artists, they are number two. But if you look at the pop, top five pop albums, despite the fact that they have amazing physical sales for seven, it's not even in the top five. The reason it's not in the top five is the streaming numbers. Okay? But if you look artist-wise, again, we're not talking about specific albums, just artists. They're number two pop. If you compare them to the top rock artists, they're way ahead of all of them. The top Pop, the top rock artist is the Beatles for the first half, 1.094 million. Queen, 768,000. And Imagine Dragons, 593,000. So BTS is way ahead of all of them on an artist basis. What that means is all their albums. We're not looking at a specific album. Now, if you look at R&B and hip-hop, BTS is way behind. Drake's got 2.46, The Weeknd 2.17, when I say this I mean millions, uh, Little Uzi Vert 1.96, Post Malone 1.88, Young Boy Never Broke Again 1.88. What is making the difference there? Streaming numbers, okay? When you look at total consumption, um, and that means... Any way you could possibly consume an album or on-demand audio or video streaming for the mid-year for all genres, BTS isn't even in the top 10 of any of that. Not even in the top 10. But if you look at sales, Map of the Soul 7 for all albums is number 9. Okay? Um, and the reason is the physical sales, because if you look at that on the, on top sales for an album, Map of the Soul 7 is number one, and that, that's, in, that's digital and physical sales, 552,000 copies first half of the year, okay? But... That's just physical sales. 
uh, or not just, but mostly physical sales. They are number one in physical sales with 528,000. They're not even in the top 10 for digital. So their, their total sales numbers are being carried by the physical sales. Um, and then again, if you look at the top, the digital song consumption, which is what would drive these equivalent album numbers, BTS not even in the top 10. Not even in the top 10. Okay? So, on the chart that they have uh, for the top albums, albums, period, okay? Doesn't matter the genre. If you look at the individual numbers for each album, okay, so Map of the Soul 7 is number 9, okay? And their total number, which is sales plus track equivalent albums plus stream equivalent albums, their total is 842,000. Now, we already know that sales is 552,000. So, between everything else, that's approximately 290,000, okay? Now, they had the number one did they had the number one in sales, number one physical sales, okay? Digital sales, they're not even in the top 10. So everybody else in that top 10 albums outsold them digital-wise. But if you look, I want also song sales. They did well in song sales. On that chart of the top 10 albums, uh, 7 had the third best song sales, char uh, sales numbers. And so that's when you go out and you buy an individual track from iTunes or Google Play or whatever. But if you look at the numbers for on-demand audio and on-demand video, and these are the numbers that are going to be, um, uh, these are the numbers that are going to be used for those stream equivalent albums. Okay, BTS is way behind the streaming numbers of the other albums. They aren't, you know, I'm not talking about just a little behind. They are way behind. And that is what is killing their total album numbers. It's the streaming part. So Nielsen took a look at the consumption numbers for, uh, for each genre by format. And so basically that's looking at if you have a total number of, you know, album equivalent sales and sales, what percentage of, say, physical sales does that tend to be? What percentage of that number tends to be video, tends to be audio streaming? And they looked at it on a total basis and per genre. So, if you look at world music, their numbers, their album consumption numbers, eight percent of the eight percent of that number is usually video stream, and sixty five percent is audio stream. Okay. And as you go through the other genres, those numbers, for especially for audio streams, gets higher. Okay. So. 
For pop, video streaming is 6%. Audio streaming is 81% of their, num- of their consumption number. R&B and hip-hop, 70 per- 70, me, 7% video, 85% audio streaming. Total across genres, it's 6% video stream, 79% audio stream. So, what hurts BTS's numbers is the streaming, the video and audio streaming. Now, I know we stream like crazy, don't get me wrong, but what happens is, what happens is, is we get sidetracked about what we're streaming and why, okay? If you want this year's releases to do the best, we need to stream the songs that are on that album. But instead, we get sidetracked about, you know, DNA's almost got this many. Blood, Sweat, Tears almost has this many. Um, You know, let's, as much as I love mono, let's chart mono. Mono is not the new album. The new albums are 7 and D2. Those are the ones we should be streaming. And when we get sidetracked on other streaming projects, it hurts BTS's numbers for the current release. We can buy albums like crazy. We've shown we can buy albums like crazy. We can stream like crazy. We've shown we can do that. But what we tend to do is stream the singles on the first 24 hours our first week, and then after that, we get sidetracked. We get off on these other projects that do not help the current release. And we need to be more focused on current release streaming. We are streaming the wrong things, in my opinion. Uh, because, again, if you look at Map of the Soul 7, nobody can touch the physical sales. Okay, the only album to sell half a million copies in the U.S. so far this year is Seven. Nobody else is close. Okay. Now, by the end of the year, that's probably going to change. I believe Adele's got an album coming out this year, um, and Seven will, you know, if there's a comeback, the se- the physical sales for Seven will drop off. But as of right now, as of you know, halfway through the year, the physical sales for seven can't be touched. Okay. Again, though, it's the streaming numbers that get us, and not because we're incapable of streaming. We obviously stream, we obviously do, but we are streaming the wrong things. We need to concentrate on the current releases. Like, stay gold. Stay gold. We streamed like crazy, but we're not really concentrating on it now. What are we concentrating on? Older catalog. <sighs> and see, right now, what we've been concentrating on is iTunes. iTunes number ones. And while it's cool to be able to say... For instance, 
Jungi is the first soloist, not first Asian, not first Korean, first soloist, to chart every single track on two albums at number one on iTunes in a country. So that's all the tracks from August D and all the tracks from D2 have made it to number one at least in one country somewhere on iTunes, okay? But some of, uh, some of this August D, the first album, a lot of some of these number ones occurred this week. This is an old album. This is a catalog album. We need to concentrate on the new one and not worry about the old one. Honestly, it's what we need to do. Um, same with Seven. You know, Seven has had every single track now go number one in a country. Last week, I said if we're gonna make them all, if we're gonna make these songs go number one, every track on the album needs to have gone number one in a country, and that has happened now, which is awesome. So we don't need to go back to catalog albums, though, and start charting those old songs. We need to go back and we need to start concentrating on the title tracks for Seven. On Black Swan, and the other one that has a video, We're Bulletproof the Eternal. The videos are what we should concentrate on. The Streaming the audio of Seven is what we should concentrate on, not older songs or albums. Okay. We just get sidetracked, I, I think. And so with a comeback that is possibly on the horizon, we're going to talk about it in a few minutes, we really need to consider the fact that we need to concentrate on what is the current releases. Journey comes out this week in Japan. It is going to come out in the United States in August. We could, even though it's not out in the United States, it doesn't mean we can't chart it in the United States because it'll be on US iTunes, I'm sure. Not positive about that, but I'm pretty sure. So, we need to concentrate on the new releases. So right now, that's that's 7 and D2, and then in a few days, that will be uh, The Journey. Not Answer. Not Augusty and Mono and Hope World, as much as I love those albums, the new ones are Seven, D2, and soon The Journey. And those are what we should be concentrating on. Uh, so, a couple of other notes. Um, love Yourself Her has now sold 300,000 pure copies in the U.S., which is awesome. And like I said, nobody can touch us from physical sales. Um, so that is great. That is really awesome. Um, also, Face Yourself, which is a Japanese release, has been certified silver in the UK, of all places. Awesome for the UK Army. 60,000 copies is what it takes to be certified silver. It is the first Japanese album by a Korean artist to be uh, certified silver in the UK. Uh, it's BTS's sixth album to be certified silver. Um, it'd be nice. I, I wonder if this is the first Japanese album, period. I don't know. I'd have to research that a little bit. But it is definitely the first Japanese album by a Korean artist 
to be certified silver in the UK, which is cool. Uh, let's do that again with the journey when it comes out in the UK, which is soon. But definitely, you know, we've talked about this a couple, a couple of different times now in the last few weeks, is we need to consider what, for the comeback, we want to concentrate on. Because there's no reason why we can't blow all these albums out of the water. There's too many of us. I mean, you know, people say, oh, ARMY's just doing it. Like, it doesn't matter. But it does. We're the fans. We're the consumers. We can do this. We need to concentrate on streaming. And you don't have to pay to stream. Because you could stream on YouTube for free. You could stream on Spotify for free. You could stream on Apple Music for free. You just got to listen to some ads. Not, you know, you could still do it without paying any money. So... So that Nielsen report, good news and some not-so-good news. Okay, on to the next story. BTS will appear on soundtrack for a new Japanese movie. We've known for a little while uh, the journey coming out this week has two uh, new songs on it. The first one is Stay Gold, which has already been released. It has a video and everything. The second new song is called Your Eyes Tell, and we know that that is uh, written by Jungkook. He's the producer of the song, and that it's going to be pre uh, performed on Japanese TV on Monday. Uh, but what we found out this week is also Your Eyes Tell is going to be featured in the trailer, not the trailer, in a new Japanese movie. Uh the name of the movie is also Your Eyes Tell, and it looks like it's going to be a tearjerker. There, like I said, a trailer was released this week. I'll link to that in the show notes. It looks like a really good movie. It looks like it's right up my alley. Again, though, probably going to make me cry, but that's okay. Um, the movie is a remake of a Korean movie called Always. People I know who have seen Always have confirmed that it is a tearjerker. Um, but Your Eyes Tell, Jungkook's new uh, song, has been picked for the soundtrack. Um, there's just a tiny bit of the song in the trailer. It sounds really good. Um, looking forward, they're going to perform it on Japanese TV on Monday. It'll be the first time we've heard the whole song. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I did see some tweets that said this was originally... Supposed to be on Jungkook's uh, mixtape, but when it was picked for the soundtrack, he, I guess he, somebody, I mean, it's his song, so I guess it was him, decided that it should be the whole group. Not sure about that. I'm not, I haven't seen that like in an article officially, so. But, again, you know, it's his song. He wrote it. He produced it. I'm sure it will be awesome. I'm very much looking forward to it. And again, it looks like it, at least from the snippet that's in the trailer, it looks like it fits this movie perfectly. And it looks like it's going to be a good movie. So um, I'm sure uh, J-Army will be all over watching this movie. I'm definitely going to check it out because, again, I love those weepy romantic kind of things. So um, look for that. 
uh, movie out in October, and the song out on Monday. Well, I, let me rephrase that. We'll get to hear the whole thing on Monday, um, but the album, The Journey, will be out later in the week. Last but not least, um, I just I wanted to end the podcast on this story, so I saved it for last. Is a comeback on the horizon? So, um, we know that BTS has been working on a new album. We also, I believe it was in one of the live streams, Jen kind of hinted that this was going to come out in October, possibly. Uh, but this week we've been getting some maybe hints that it, it really is on the way. Um, if you're a baby army, you have not and you know been exposed probably to the BTS universe because it has not been involved in the last couple of albums. And what that is is that's a storyline that runs through some of the older albums and older videos. Uh, it's kind of a Groundhog Day story that I couldn't even begin to explain the whole story to you because I don't think I understand all of it. Uh, but it's a storyline involving all the guys. There was a couple, uh, I want to say it was in 2018. It could have been the t beginning of 2019. There was a, uh, webcomic that was released called Save Me that was part of the BTS universe where we got to see the whole you know Groundhog Day Jin repeating you know the past over and over again uh, to try to save all the guys who have not had the best uh, the best outcomes so far uh, in the storyline but one of the things involved in the BTS universe is this Smeraldo flower, which is not a real flower. It's, but it is this like myth, mythical is not the right word, but it's, it's from a story that's used in the BTS universe. And in the BTS universe, there is a florist who specializes in this flower and they have a blog on Naver. That never gets updated unless there's a comeback coming. Uh, so, out of the blue this week, the Smeraldo Flowers florist has blogged out of nowhere, okay? So, let me give you some examples that I found on Twitter uh, of what happens when the, this, this blog posts. So in 2017, in, in July 2017, um, the florist has blog, blogs that they're going to open the shop in mid-September. So what happens in mid-September of 17? DNA is released. So it's a comeback. Uh, July of 2018. Now these all happen on the... Each one of these has happened on July 10th. On July 10th, 2018, 
The florist posts, I'm going to open the shop at the end of August. So what happens at the end of August in 2018? Idols released. Another comeback. So what happens this past week on July 10th? July 10th, 2020. We get a blog post saying, I think I'm going to open the shop at the end of August. Okay. So, if we go by history, that means at the end of August 2020, new comeback. Now, I don't think, considering that this blog almost never updates, that this is random or unrelated. This is definitely telling us to what, that something's coming up at the end of August. Now, how does this fit in with what Jen said? Because he's saying October. Now, here is what I think. Um, I think we're still getting October release of the album. But if you look at comebacks, the last two albums, comeback activities have lasted about a month. So, we could get the first comeback trailer, like Persona, or, you know, the first comeback video at the end of August. That would give us all of September to go through all the comeback activities. Uh, Photos, any other videos they want to release, soundtrack, uh, not soundtrack, track list release, all the things that we, you know, normally get during a comeback. We'd have all... Of September for all that to occur and then the album would come out beginning of October that's my theory because again this this blog never updates so it's not like it's just random and oh it's just a coincidence if it's updating that means something is going to happen um, so we need to be prepared that there's possibly going to be a comeback at the end of August and that our activities start beginning of September. And that's where the reason I wanted to save this to later in the podcast, why we've got to start thinking about our streaming because we're getting ready to ha- we're getting ready to do streaming again and we need to think about what we concentrate on before this album comes out, okay? So, the other hint that we may be going into a comeback is that there is an old Bang Tang Instagram account. Hasn't been used in forever. And according to BTS Publicity, which is a a Twitter account, um, they used this pre-debut and then deactivated it. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's been reactivated. That doesn't seem random at all. Uh, they don't do things for no reason. So, why have they reactivated the old pre-debut account? Hmm, I don't know. But, I'm telling you, we got a comeback coming. Uh, also, one thing to keep in mind is most of the theories about this, you know, that there were throwbacks to older albums for the last couple of comebacks, you know, uh, Persona, 
was like a th- a throwback to I believe it was Are You Late Too, um, just you know, Interlude Shadow had some throwback to Leave Dark and Wild. Probably got all that wrong, but throwbacks to older albums. So the theory is is that this one. Maybe beginning with the journey, but most likely the new album uh, is a throwback to the most beautiful moment in life albums, which would be awesome. And those would definitely be BTS Universe. That is definitely a BTS Universe uh, album. Uh, There has been some talk by Big Hit that a new notes book was coming out. Again, if you're Baby Army, you may not know what that is. But in the albums, they would release these small pamphlets of stuff in Korean that we couldn't, you know, we'd have to wait for a translator. But they were parts of the BTS Universe story. Uh, We almost, I think it's been almost two years, we got a notes book, which was all the little pamphlets up until then translated into English. There was there was a Korean book, an English book, and a, a Japanese and Spanish, I believe. And so we got those. There is some talk that a new notes book is going to come out, possibly by the end of the year. Uh, which, of course, would be totally BTS Universe, because that's what the notes are. They're BTS Universe information. So... Definitely, I think we got a comeback coming. It for all all indications as is, it's a BTS Universe related release. Uh, you have some time to go back watch all the old videos. Um, I will add links to a couple of things that I know discuss or lay out the order in which you should read or watch things. To understand the BTS universe. Um, But. Yeah. I think. End of. You know. End of August. Is going to be the beginning of the next comeback activities. Uh, So it should be interesting. So we need to keep. I know there's been. Posts about. The next comeback. uh, Worldwide sales. Goal of 7 million. And again, like I said, we cannot be touched when it comes to physical sales. Um, but we definitely need to think about our streaming activities for the next album. Because it's all, we're not going to get radio play. Uh, they're not going to play it on the radio. Um, so we, we have to do it a different way. If we want to give Yungi his number one on the Hot 100... We have to do it streaming because physical sales alone will not do that. Um, and so the next comeback, we need to think about that. Um, but again, this, I, there, there, you know, all indications point to a BTS universe, uh, update, which I'm excited about. And we have time if you don't. If you're not familiar with BTS Universe, you've got time to look into it. Uh, especially some of the older videos. Because they're really, 
they're very good videos. Um, very cinematic and uh, actually kind of sad. Um, so hopefully in this new BTS Universe update, everybody gets to be happy because that's what we all want to see. All right, next week. You know, I said that, and, and it is. Next week is like super busy because apparently BTS is going to appear on every Japanese show known to man to talk about the new album, which I think is awesome. So here is the busy week that we have coming up ahead. On July 13th, which is Monday, Learn Korean with BTS episode 19 will be released. That'll be at 9 p.m. Korea time. Also on Monday, uh, the TBS CDTV live performance of Your Eyes Tell. That it will be at approximately 10 p.m. Uh, uh, Japan Standard Time. On July 14th, which is Tuesday, BTS will be interviewed on one, two, three, three different shows in Japan. Uh, one is uh, Zip. That's going to be at approximately 5.20 a.m. Japanese time. Don't know why all these are so early in the morning. Uh, the second one is uh, Ichimoni, which is approximately 6 a.m. These are like morning shows where you don't know exactly when they're going to be on. Uh, and then uh, the, the third one for the day is uh, Sukiri. Uh, and they're, they're going to be interviewed and perform on that. Uh, and that's approximately 9.30 a.m. Japanese time. Also on Tuesday, Run BTS episode 108 will be released at 9 p.m. Korea time. On July 15th, which is Wednesday, that is the release day for Map of the Soul 7 in South Korea and Japan. Uh, 12 a.m. Korea time. That may be when it's released worldwide streaming. Uh, don't know for sure. Definitely will be the release date uh, for streaming in Korea and Japan. Uh, if you ordered your album from any place but a Japanese or Korean site, you will not get it this week. It will not be out till August. Um, I ordered a copy from Japan, so my copy gets here theoretically on the 16th. Uh, my copy I ordered from Amazon will not get here till August because it's not being released till like the 7th of August. But if you, you know, if you're a, a K-Army, a J-Army, or you ordered from there, you will get yours this week. Also, Wednesday, July 15th, uh, one, two, three interviews in Japan again. Uh, the first one is Asadesu, maybe? Uh, 6 a.m. Uh, Dodasuka, 6 a.m. Good Luck, 9.55 a.m. Those are all approximate because, again, these are kind of like morning shows. So you don't know exactly when they'll be on there. Um, on Thursday, July 16th, uh, they, uh, BTS will be on the Good Morning Call ABC. That is at approximately 5 in the morning in Japan. On July 18th, which is Saturday, they will be on um, NTV Buzz Rhythm 02 to perform Stay Gold. And this says it's at 1 in the morning. So, not sure about that. But that's 1 in the morning, Japan time. Uh, also, on Saturday the 18th, the, uh, there'll be an interview on the show Del Sada, 6.30 a.m. 
and King's Brunch interview, 9.30 a.m., both approximate times. Then on Saturday evening, 11 p.m., NHK Songs. Uh, Apparently, they have not been on the show for a couple of years. This is a big deal. Uh, And they will perform Stay Gold and Black Swan. So it's a good opportunity to get to see Black Swan again. I love that song. Uh, That will be at 11 p.m. Japan time. So, last word. Last word uh, is one word, streaming. I've pretty much said all I can say about streaming in this this episode when I went over the Nielsen stuff. So, just to say again, we got to consider what our streaming goals will be for the comeback. And we have to concentrate on, I believe, we have to concentrate on the new releases, the newest releases for longer periods of time than we've been doing. and, And not get sidetracked trying to up the views or get number ones for older releases because if we want them to win a Grammy, if we want them to do certain, if we want them to get a number one album that stays number one for longer than a week, if we want them to have Hot 100 number one, which is what Yungi wants, we have to concentrate on the new stuff for longer. We cannot just concentrate on it for a week and then work on something else. We are legion. We should be able to do this. So, my last word was short because I pretty much said it all already. Uh, Anyway, where you can find out about BTS this week? You can subscribe for free at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, and YouTube. Uh... Most of my listeners are actually in Spotify, at Spotify. So, thank you, Spotify Army. Uh, if you listen on a, uh, a platform that allows you to leave reviews, please do so. Um, because it helps uh, invisibility in the search results. For the show notes, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, any other episode for the last year and a half, uh, BTS This Week website, btsthisweek.com. That's where you'll find that. Uh, you'll also find a contact form where you can send me an email. And I love hearing from listeners. So uh, definitely do that too if, if you're so inclined. btsthisweek.com. Also, there's a Facebook page for the podcast. Uh, there'll be a link to that in the show notes. Again, if you want to talk to me, there's the contact form on the website or I am on Twitter, BTS Mama Bear, and uh, I'm there all the time. So you can definitely uh, holler at me there. So I hope everyone has a good week. I hope you enjoy the new album that uh, when it comes out, uh, the Japanese album. Uh, definitely uh, be sure to listen to Your Eyes Tell because it sounds like it's going to be awesome. And... Just enjoy and get ready because I think that I think uh, we're going to be busy in August uh, by the end of August. But definitely take care of yourself. Uh, you know, wear a mask when you go out. Wash your hands. Keep your dirty hands away from your face. And just stay safe. Stay healthy. I purple you. You are awesome. You are valuable. You are needed in this world. If anybody tells you any different. They do not know what they're talking about. So don't listen to them. 
But definitely have a good week. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you in seven days.